We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to uh, Best Ball Live. Of course, we're doing uh, underdog fantasy drafts. Best Ball, we've only got about a week to get this done. So we are excited to be playing alongside you guys today. We are playing the Best Ball Mania. $25 is the buy-in price. And I'm looking right now, we got one spot left. One spot to compete against us and who else? Who knows who the other 10 people are going to be? But I said before the show, I'll say it again now. If you are picking from number nine, hit me up. I will get you an RG t-shirt because honestly, um, nobody wants to pick from number nine. I'm, of course, Dan Bach. Joining me is Eric Feimfor. We're about a minute away from rosters uh, getting started here. And I am happy to announce that I have the third pick in the draft. And a huge sigh of relief because the one thing, Eric, I've been doing a lot of these drafts. It sucks picking in the back half of the draft. Your teams yep. look, I'm convinced, exponentially worse if you pull, pick below like five or six. You agree with that take? Uh, I do agree. First, we have to start off with I have the ninth pick. Oh, <laughs> that's that's not good because who are we <laughs> supposed to give a T-shirt to? You already got enough of those. Yeah, pass it. Just pass it on down one to 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 the tenth pick, Matt. Matt. 2618. Okay, Matt, 2618. If you're watching or listening to this, hit me up. We'll get you a t-shirt. That's, that's too funny. But no, so yeah. I told I, I totally agree. So um I'm pretty uh heavy into the like, you know, if you listen to, to Overzet and all the zero RB truthers, I'm pretty into like that concept in general. Wide receiver is unreal for like five rounds this year, yeah. five or six rounds. But I always feel so much better getting one of those top dogs and then stacking on all those wide receivers. So, yeah, I totally agree. You know, And I really, really like – like I like the third spot because I like Zeke a lot. Okay. So, so um, I like where you're at. The third spot has been kind of my favorite so far. 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a little partial to Saquon, and the thing about Saquon is you really only get him if you're picking two. Yeah. It's like the only spot because he, he doesn't really fall below there, and I've gotten Zeke at about four or five. Some people will take Derrick Henry a little bit earlier um, <laughs> than, than Zeke or even Kamara, but um, I'm okay with Zeke. Like, I'm, not, I'm not upset about it. I'm just – it's just so much better the lineup – that you end up with because especially because what we're kind of seeing here a little bit, Eric, is I feel like the running back position is maybe a little bit thinner than we maybe expected it to be. And you know, I kind of love at least having that one guy that you can count on who you know is going to be a bell cow, going to be a huge um, performer. And you get that at the front half of the draft, even towards the tail end, Guys that we thought were great, like maybe Drake or Miles Sanders, like there's already injury concerns before the season even starts. So um, obviously a lot's going to change, a lot's going to happen, but I'm happy I'm, I'm in the three hole. You're up on the board at number nine. Um, what you doing here? I got to take Michael Thomas. I, oh, you know, we yeah. just talked about we just talked about running backs, but you know he's starting to fall towards that back end. And you can still get one of those running backs, you know, picking ninth. A lot of the times I'll still get one of those running backs. I'm not that into like Drake and, and really not into Chubb and Jacobs and stuff, but there's, there's typically a guy that falls somewhere to me in, in the second round that I prefer that combination, say Drake and Michael Thomas versus Mixon and like, I don't know, Julio. Like I just, it's kind of that two V two that I prefer the Michael Thomas side. Well, it'll be interesting to see what you do here because, you know, I think if you can get like a Thomas Devante, Thomas Julio, that is that is an awesome start. Both mm-hmm. those guys were taken um, before it, it kind of wrapped around to you. Maybe you have Tyreek Hill available, but then it goes down to DeAndre Hopkins and, and maybe Godwin. I mean, Godwin, I know you were a Godwin guy last year. Um, kind of curious to see where you're going to go now. Um, I'm going Tyreek. All right. Uh, I just don't like. Receiver. I just don't like the. I don't like Chubb. Uh, like Eckler is fine, but it's a little early, I think. So I, I just want the wide receiver upside. And now you just kind of got to get a little creative at 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 running back. And 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 I'm okay with that. Um, I prefer having one one back, but um, starting off Michael Thomas and Tyreek, I think, is just fine. Okay, Thomas at nine is not something you see a lot. I think no. that's kind of an outlier if he didn't drop to nine would you have gone a different route yeah so at the start of this draft season I I still would have been like wide receiver heavy I was I was not as into like Mixon and and even maybe Miles Sanders I do like Miles Sanders Drake and those guys but I think you know my thoughts have shifted a little bit and I would take like a Mixon or a Miles Sanders or just lock in that what should be a workhorse back even you know he's not as good as Zeke or whatever but I just want some kind of workhorse to start off with and that's kind of why I took Tyreek because I don't think there's a workhorse there in the second so I'm not going to force it but in the first round yeah if Thomas was off the board I probably would have went running back all right I'm on the board I was kind of hoping Kelsey would fall to me doesn't happen (laughs) um Kittle is still staring at me Mm -hmm. um or I can go wide receiver there's no way I'm taking a Chris Carson or any of these running back kind of scrubs right now uh, I'm going to roll with Kittle here. Uh, I'm fine with this play. I was kind of hoping to get, and I haven't gotten it hardly at all, but to get a Kelsey Mahomes stack. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, played a lot of these things, and some dumbass always, 
always, and I see Hazy is in here. I was in a draft with him the other day, and he snapped up whatever. I'm pretty sure it was Mahomes right before I wanted mm-hmm. him. Um, so it's just a, it's just a hard to get those guys. I mean, I have actually the, – the other strategy that I've used a little bit is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Mahomes in the first two rounds because mm-hmm. then you're really eating up a lot of touchdowns in that offense and not completely uncorrelated between mm-hmm. those two. So that's that's definitely another thing that I've I've been able to accomplish a little bit more than actually getting the the true kind of Mahomes stack. And if you do that, then you can always go with Hardman and 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 guys like uh, Watkins a little Watkins, bit later yeah. on if you don't get the the two big boys. All right, I'm back up on the board here, and ooh. The question is, do I want to go Dallas stack here? Do you like the idea of Dallas stack with, with Zeke and Cooper? I, I like the idea of any kind of Dallas stack. All, I mean, give me I mean, all the Cowboys. All the Cowboys. Okay, well, I went that route. I think that Cooper's the best player probably available at this point in time. And um, the problem with this stack is – again, some donkey out there is going to go ahead and take Dak Prescott. It's going to happen. It's going to happen two picks before I'm ready to select, and it's going to tilt me to no end. So I'm just giving you a preview of what's probably going to happen here. Uh, I have not been able to get either the Chiefs stack. I've stopped trying. I I like am almost fading Tyreek and Kelsey more than I expected now because I can never get the stack. So I'm just yeah. not even, I don't even want to like tilt myself to start off any draft. So I'm not taking them. Um, I can't get that one. Dak goes really early again, like you said, to non Cowboys, to non, to people who don't draft Cowboys guys. Um, and I've had the same issue with the Seahawks cause I want, I'm, I'm interested in them too, but I can't ever make it work. You know, what would be really awesome on these drafts is if people would just all play the same way and you draft the quarterbacks to go along with the wide receivers that you pick. So therefore we don't have this tilt fest. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's all, let's all play the game the right way, please. That would be wonderful. All right. We lost Dan again. Dan can't figure out these, these meeting technologies. Um, so let's uh, let's keep it rolling here till we get till we get Dan back. I am up in the fourth round, and I just took um, Adam Thielen. So I'm three wide receivers in a row, which Dan won't approve of. Uh, totally going zero RB, and I found that uh, zero RB on underdog has been a lot more uh, advantageous. Or, or Running backs on other sites are priced a little bit, a little bit more appropriately. Um, whereas on underdog, a lot of people draft a lot of the same way, kind of similar to how Dan and I were just talking, where you're really trying to lock in a, at least one, maybe two running backs in those first two to three rounds. And it's really, really pushing wide receiver value um, in these. Uh, <laughs> still have Dan's screen share it's really pushing these wide receiver values um, up. So on underdog, a lot of the times I'm just taking these guys. Like my, I mean, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen. Now it's back on me in the fourth round. And again, I don't like any running backs here. So 
I'm looking at maybe Mark Andrews. I, I'm interested in Mark in Mark Andrews, but there's again still all these stud wide receivers like the Seahawks guys and and Robert Woods. So I, I'm just gonna go ahead and take Ty, Tyler Lockett and start four wide receivers and just get Dan can you hear me? back. Can you I hear can, me? I can hear you, Dan. Uh, I don't know if my video is working. That seems to be part of the uh, part of the problem here. But you can at least it. hear me, right? I can hear you. Okay. Uh, Devin, can you work around this uh, video? Okay, perfect. We're good. Um, there we go. I got a different video. This is uh, my, <laughs> a different camera angle. Look at this. This is this is something else. Okay, behind the scenes. This behind, is behind the, the scenes. scenes. <laughs> yes, you can see all sorts of stuff. All right, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. My my camera went haywire. But um, so we're back, and I mean, this is just you know the tilt was clearly the reason why this happened. Overtaking your really, computer. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything to tilt here, but I'm coming up in two picks, and I am spying um, one player in particular. Leonard Fournette just went. We'll talk about him. Yeah. Oh, in no. just a moment. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Eric just gave an oh, no. <laughs> All right. My guy is here. And I don't know if I should say my guy, but uh, I'm happy to take David Johnson here. Um, I, I don't mind him. I just don't – you know, I don't know if he's any good. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'll, I'll fully acknowledge. I don't know if he's any good whatsoever. But I do know he's going to have a role. And yeah. they didn't go ahead and trade DeAndre Hopkins not to give him the football – so if if he's not good, it's it's all based on talent, not opportunity. I'm willing to kind of risk that a little bit and uh, and see what happens. So I, I don't mind that selection, to be honest with you. I'm happy that he was there. Not I was really I was really out on him to kind of start, and then you know you're always trying to get smarter, and and there's some smart people out there that are at least you know entertaining the idea that David. Okay, like if he is healthy, if he's back to old David Johnson, and they traded all this for him. And they throw him the ball and use him, you know, how he should be used. Yeah, he's certainly worth a fourth round pick. Um, I'm still not totally sold, but I at least can like I, I wasn't even entertaining it before. And now I think there's you know there's paths to him being one of the top running backs in in fantasy. It's just I'm not sure how likely it is, but he's certainly no worse than all these other yeah bums that people are taking you know, Leonard Fournette just went like, like yeah like <laughs> exactly we'll get to that because uh in just a moment I'm back on the board here and now is the proverbial question is do I take Dak Prescott here <laughs> because if I don't one of these other donkeys are going to take him like it's almost yep. certainly going to happen or do I spy a wide receiver that I like I I've got a plan of attack here I've got a plan and it was not foiled by Mr. Eagle Eyes. Appreciate that, buddy. Uh, I'm going to take some Will Fuller here, um, and that gives me two really big pieces of that Houston offense. You know, maybe Brandon Cooks is the guy. I don't know. I, I doubt it, okay? But Fuller, David Johnson, those are the top two playmakers on that offense. So now I've got the top two playmakers on Houston and on Dallas – God forbid these guys wise up and don't take Dak Prescott. You know, that's wonderful. But if they do, kind of got a little bit of a fallback there in, uh, in Deshaun Watson. So um, we'll see. We'll see. All right, you're uh, coming up here in just a few picks. Let's take a look at your team. Thomas, Hill, Thielen, and Tyler Lockett. 
He is punting running back. Uh, and I'll be curious to see. There's a guy I think you should take at this point in time. I'll be very curious to see if he hits here in two picks for you because um, there's somebody that I've been going very hard on in drafts here over the last probably just about a week, two weeks. And I think he has the ability to potentially be like certainly a top 10 running back. I think we're thinking about the same guy. So we'll see. We're thinking about the same guy. (laughs) I I, I don't know if these other people are watching the show with us today. (laughs) I have no idea. They very well couldn't. None of this conversation really matters, but in the off chance that they are, I'm not going to say it, but these are the moments that I, I love and I hate. And in my estimation, the dude just went. Yes. Correct. Acres. Yeah. Cam Akers is the guy, and sure enough, one pick before you're up. Would you have taken him if he was there? Yeah. That's that's who I was absolutely prepared prepared to take. All right. And instead, you ended up on Mr. DeAndre Swift. But I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not dogging the pick. You kind of need some running backs at some point mm-hmm. in time. I just worry whether or not he's physically going to be able to do it. I mean, he, he didn't yeah. have the ability to really do it at Georgia. No. You know, I mean, he was fine, but always. Remember last year in DFS, like, you didn't know very much what was going to happen with this guy week to week. So that's my concern. I mean, you're going to be drafting a bunch of scrubby running backs anyway. So, um, you know, it's kind of the hand you're dealt at this point in time. But right. um, based kind on what was bet. left, I don't know if you did anything wrong. Just kind of a bet on talent. And you know them take spending a high high draft pick on him. I mean, I know DeAndre Swift is good. You know, talking about college football DFS. I mean, if if he could ever get the touches that he probably deserved and stay on the field, he would just would have put up monster numbers even in the SEC. But obviously, that didn't happen, and now he's already dinged for for the Lions. So um, you know, I still I still like him, and and maybe over course over the course of the season, he can take on a lot a lot bigger role. And I like the Lions offense. But, you know, assuming Stafford stays healthy, I really like really yeah. like their offense. So I'm just willing to bet on that in this, especially in this kind of a build. But, yeah, I, I wanted Akers because I think he has a lot more pads to work. You know, I think yeah. the Rams offense is still good, and I think he has the pads to true workhorse um, volume. So And Henderson's hurt. Malcolm Brown's yep. kind of like whatever. Um, I'd really love Swift if you had some wide receivers on the uh, – on Detroit. I mean, you could take Marvin Jones if you wanted to go that route right now and, and, and maybe grab Stafford a little bit later. Um, but instead he goes running back JK Dobbins. Love it. Well, you know me, I am a, it, well, okay. I, I'm not young. I'm not hip. Everybody knows this. <laughs> if I love somebody, does that make me a Stan? I don't even know what the frick a Stan is, That's correct. but I'm you- you're a Dobbins stan, yes. I, I'm a Dobbins stan? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with that because um, I love this guy. And, you know, I he is just one injury away from just blowing up this season. You know, yeah. if it, it all boils down to Ingram. If Ingram's healthy, um, obviously that's going to be a bit of a problem. All right. Who is the donkey that took uh, Dak Prescott here? Who took him? <laughs> who, who, is the, who is the guy? Oh, it was Matt, the Matt. guy I gave the freaking T-shirt to. <laughs> I mean, dude, I give you a T-shirt, and I told you what I wanted to, to pick, and then you still took my pick. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, great. 
So Hazy's on the clock right now. He's got three wide receivers, only one running back. And uh, I'm happy to say he didn't take Deshaun Watson. I don't know if I need to take Watson here. He might come around. Um, but looking at what is out there, there's nothing that I feel like I need to need to have here. And any of these guys yeah. are are truly popping. So I'm going to kind of complete that that Houston mini stack that I had with, especially with Johnson being a guy that we know can catch the ball coming out of the backfield. Um, that kind of fits pretty well. So, uh, so I'm happy with that. All right. Hate uh, this. Have you, have you ever noticed this range? Like you get to late six and into the seventh and maybe the eighth. Like I don't ever like, like anyone. Uh, that's, I kind of like taking Watson like you did because I, I, yeah, nobody else is that exciting. So you might as well get your, superstar quarterback exactly like you're especially when you've got pieces to kind of to go there and Mm -hmm. because I'm looking around like you're right like there's not anything here that's really popping off the page that says you know you've got to feel great about that pick running back wide receiver and honestly tight end unless I'm getting a top guy I am waiting because you can get some quality tight ends later in this uh in the draft. So now I'm going to end up probably drafting an old guy in either AJ green or Julian Edelman. Um, oh man, this is bad. All right. I'll take green. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't love the pick at all. Um, who knows, you know, if he stays healthy, probably should be fine. Right. If he Will stays he stay healthy, healthy. Yeah. I mean, with, damn it. If, uh, I really wanted Russ. I really wanted Russ to come back to me. Um, now I don't know what I'm going to do. The proverbial damn it. We've all <laughs> been there before when we're drafting these teams and you've got the guy ready to go. Love it. I hate, I hate all these guys. So I was really hoping Russ would fall, like, fall back and at least give me a fallback option. Um, oof, this is ugly. No, AJ Green, I've, I've, I've started to come around a little bit more on the Bengals in general, and I don't know really why it took me that long. I, I love Burrow. Tyler Boyd's really good. Mixon's really good. AJ, it, it, you know, it's obviously all about health, but if he stays healthy, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of talent on that offense. Good, good. I like the coaching staff. Like, I don't know. I, I think you can do a lot worse than – I know that all the fantasy experts are totally out on AJ, and I, I, I get it, but in the seventh or eighth round, I, I don't think it's that bad. I'm sorry for the Dak. It's an auto pick. Take a wide receiver. I'll trade it to you. That's what. Trade. Hold on. That's what Matthew Vachon said. Okay, let me let me get this trade. right here. Let, let me get this right. Okay, I know we're an underdog show. There's another site. Isn't there a guy named Vachon who gives all those those what are they like contest requests or oh, yeah. something? Yep. Is this the same guy? Do we think it's got to be. I mean, I, I, I hope not. I mean, he's supposed to be Matthew like he's Canadian. That doesn't sound like something a nice Canadian guy would do. Um, so he says he's sorry for the deck. It's an auto pick. Well, is this where I say, like, I'm sorry I forgot to send you a T-shirt? Do I do yes. that? No. Yep, move I, it on I, down. I never do that. Pick 11 now. Whoever I am a was. man of my words. <laughs> and Matthew says he's not related. Okay, but Matthew, he is in the chat with us here, which is awesome. I love drafting against these guys. Are you Canadian? That is my question. Because I feel with the IEU, he's either Canadian or from Louisiana, right? It's, it's got to be one of those yeah. two. 
Yep. Got to be one of those two. Um, all right. We are – did you get your second pick here? I did. Uh, it has, wrap I, I'm up in three. Yeah, I'm up in three. Oh, you took, did you take Debo? I reached, I reached on Debo for sure, mostly because I want him. I'm trying, I'm trying to get him. I'm, I'm, I've been drafting Debo all, the whole time. I haven't stopped even when he, even when he got hurt. And it's a little early, but he has started to creep back up. You know, reports are starting to get a little more positive. So he started to creep back up. So I'm reaching around or so, you know, round, round and a half on him just, just to make sure I get him. And, and especially in this debt, like we talked about in this dead range, like I, I don't really like any of these guys. So I'm just going to make sure that I get my guys that I want, even if I'm a little early on him. Yeah. And you should be happy you did that because with me having Kittle, I would have happily taken yeah. some Debo and Garoppolo's fallen super late in these drafts. You know, there's your second QB and you got your yep. second stack kind of ready to go. So um, smart move by you. But I, I do think like, I mean, if you weren't drafting with such a sharp guy like myself, <laughs> you know, you could have waited on him because I think he still would have fallen probably a, a, another round or so, at least to this pick, I think. But now you don't yeah. have to worry about that. Zach Moss. Love it. Yeah. Now they're saying it's 50-50 with Singletary. It might. I, I, every report is leans more towards Moss. Like every few days we get a new Moss is way better than Singletary. Moss is going to get goal line work. Moss is catching passes. Singletary's fumbling. Every report is positive Zach Moss. So um, kind of the same thing, especially in, you know, zero RB. I just want all these guys that can pop. I don't really know which one is going to, and I don't really, really care, you know? Um, yeah. Swift, Dobbins, Moss, and then all these these next kind of tier of backup guys just got to hit on two or three of them, and you're good. Uh, I'm coming up uh, again. I've only here's my squad right now: Zeke, David Johnson, three wide receivers, Deshaun Kittle. Um, see, this is where I look back and be like, man, did I really need Kittle? Because yeah, I mean, I love I love the guys that are out there now: Hurst, Higby, Gesicki. Um, those are those guys are great. And I think Hunter Henry's dropping too far, to be honest with you, especially with the injuries at that wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I really want to take a second one right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at these running backs. I mean, Ronald Jones, this is an interesting spot here. They just brought in Fournette. I can't. How many, how many more lives? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I did it. All right. I took. Okay, here's the deal. It, it's a matter of whether or not you believe what we just what we just read. And I probably shouldn't believe it because if they liked Ronald Jones, they probably wouldn't have drafted a running back in the third round. They probably wouldn't have signed LaShawn McCoy. They probably wouldn't have signed Leonard Fournette. But yet here I am drafting him to be my number three running back because Bruce Arian says, it's his job to lose. <laughs> yeah. Um here's here's what I'm doing here and I don't love that pick I mean this is basically boiled down to what was available um I actually think that uh my hope is somehow he just you know screw this hold on I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that backup tight end right now give me one of my guys yeah I'll take Aiden Hurst here all right um can't be can't go wrong with two good tight ends. That's what CSU Ram taught me in this best ball, and he's won a lot of money on this stuff. Yes, he um, has. So, so here, here's my thing. Um, maybe they just get off to a good start, 
you know, maybe they come out <clears> of the bottle. Because let's face it, Fournette week one, maybe five yeah. carries, maybe. Like, who knows if, if he's going to be active. He's yeah, great. might not even be active. But if they come off to a good start and they, they're winning games, Jones is doing well, like – it technically is his job to lose. I can't imagine them saying, okay, you're playing well. We're going to give the ball to Leonard Fournette. So at yeah. least we know kind of coming into the season, he's the guy. Is he good enough to be the guy moving <laughs> forward? Probably not. But if he is, at least he's got the shot. So yeah. I love the pick, but there wasn't much else. That's my So reason. we have to bring up, though, the I don't know if you saw Graham Barfield tweeted. It's been a month, I guess, but Levitan retweeted it this morning. All the quotes from Bruce Arians about running backs over the last X amount of years. And I'm just going to read them really quick. Bruce Arians, Andre Ellington is the focal point of the offense. You remember Andre? El- you remember the Andre I Ellington do. years? I do. And he, he's going in like the third round because Arians was, was talking him up. Um, hold on. Let me make my pick really quick. I'm taking Jalen Rieger. Even without, uh-huh. or even even with the injury, uh, okay. I'm I'm low. I'm pretty loaded at wide receiver. So you know, I, I went super wide receiver heavy. Yeah. So I'm willing to take the guys like Rieger because I don't need him week one type yep. thing. Um, so so I like that. So anyway, oh, so Andre continue Ellington, these quotes. So I feel bad about that pick that I. Did. It's going to make you feel terrible, Andre Ellington, the focal <laughs> point of the offense. Arians calls Chris Johnson the lead dog. Remember remember when he had Chris Johnson in Arizona and and he I think he got cut right. Uh, Bruce Arians names Ronald Jones last year, the starting running back. Then Bruce Arians says he wants to build the offense around Peyton Barber. And now he's saying, now he's saying Ronald Jones has you know become an awesome receiver. And now he's saying Ronald Jones is still our guy, even though, like you said, they signed two veterans and, dra- and, and drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. It's, it's, I mean, he's full of shit. That's for sure. It's just, <laughs> it's just, I do agree with you that Rojo is going to get the first shot. It's just the first yeah. time he either pisses off Brady or pisses off Arians. Like they have three guys they can go to. Um, so a, um, first off, I was right about our boy, Matthew being Canadian. Canadian. So, uh, Hey, hats up to me. And I'm happy to pay one back because he wanted Hurst for his stack. And uh, he now wants to trade Hunter Hurst for Dak Prescott. If trades were allowed, I would go along with it. Might get vetoed by some people in the league, but I would go along with it. But fortunately, it doesn't work that way. And then a guy named Steve with your same last name has jumped in the chat and said, oh, no. don't be dogging Bruce Arians. Uh, I mean, is this a, a brother, a father, an, an uncle, a cousin? Uh, it just can't be coincidence that there's another bind for who's watching the show that you are on at this moment. That's true. That's Papa. That's Papa Steve. That's Papa Vine for popping in. <laughs> right. And he had, to, he had to hop. He's a diehard Bruce Arians fan. He loves hold on, Bruce hold, Arians. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. How do you become a Bruce Arians fan? You're not usually a fan of a head coach. You're usually a fan of a team. So there's gotta so, be more to this. Yes, yes. So my dad is a football coach, lifelong football coach. Well, he's, he just recently retired. He's a football coach. So he's this weird sicko that is not really a fan of teams. He's a fan of coaches. Okay, so Bruce, so Bruce Arians is his guy. <laughs> okay. So we're in St. Louis, right? We had the Rams ripped away from us. We had the Cardinals before that, <laughs> like – Football, we don't we don't have ties to teams anymore. If you're from St. Louis, 
So he's a, he's a, I'm a fan of players. He decides coaches because he's a real boomer. I mean, that is, I mean, you know, we're already a different breed because we give <laughs> up our team loyalty for our fantasy teams, but mm-hmm. at least like there's, I, I get it, but to be like a, 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 a coach Stan, I mean, my goodness, like that is, that is something else. Well, um, man, what a, I love it. Sicko. That is an absolutely great description. So he's all in on the bucks this year. Well, I'm sure how that goes. I think he actually agrees with me that Brady is washed though. So, uh, I mean, I am so, I understand it, Eric. I really do. But I do think there's also something to be said for, I mean, look at the, the numbers he put up last year with just complete and utter garbage. Awful, yeah. I mean, garbage. This is unquestionably the best supporting cast he's had probably okay. since Randy Moss played. So now he's also like probably 10 years older since Randy Moss played. So I'm not <laughs> expecting that. But mm-hmm. I do think there's something to that argument about him – um, you know, having another run at it, but we'll see. All right, I'm back on the board here. Not really loving. This might be a spot to go running back. I've been on a lot of Damian Harris. I don't love this news of him kind of being yeah. banged up here. <clears throat> and um, and this is this is a bad pick. This is a this is a bad pick. This is a bad pick. I'm gonna take Sony Michelle here. Um, oh no. I know this is a, I told you it was a bad pick, really (laughs) bad pick. I'm telling you, um, I needed, I wanted to get another running back in there because God forbid, I got to have Ronald Jones be a part of my, my rosters. Um, and, uh, I mean, Harris seems out here. I think week one, Mm -hmm. I mean, that said, that's why they were looking at, at Fournette is this injury is, is a little bit more severe. Now, obviously they still have James White. They have Burkhead. They've got plenty of bodies they can throw in there. But Lamar the reports from Michelle coming off the pup, I mean, they could have kept him on the pup if he was hurt, if he wasn't going to play. It gives me a little bit more confidence. Still an awful pick by me, but there's my reasoning. Well, it's better what, in the 11th. Where was he going a month ago or you know, before he got dinged up? Like, I'm not saying that was – I'm not saying you should have taken him ever, but – it's certainly a whole lot better in the 11th round praying that, you know, if he has the, the you know, normal old Sony Michelle role and the, and the Patriots are competent on offense, he's still going to score eight to 10 touchdowns. Right. So point PPR, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, it's not the full point. So yeah, I get it. It's not exciting, but like I said, no, we're in like, the, not ex- <laughs> we're in the, we're in the druthers here of just like God awful running backs. Like, at least you have a couple good ones. Uh, my, first, <laughs> my first running back was DeAndre Swift, so I probably could I, – I would be happy with Sony Michelle. I mean, I, I like your recovery here with Dobbins, Moss, and, and Swift. Like, I was really questioning it. I mean, now yeah. you add Boston Scott to the mix. Um, I was questioning the move when you, when you had Swift, but getting Dobbins and, and Moss, I feel like you, you helped yourself enough to, like, uh, to deal with the risk that goes mm-hmm. involved with that's involved with that move. Um, talk to me about Hawkinson. I see you took him what the pick before Boston Scott here. You you're pretty high on him. Yeah. So we kind of reached this tier. You talked about it a little bit of of tight ends where after we get past so they're still on the board here. There's there's multiple of them. Um, Herndon, Goddard, Darwin, Ian Thomas kind of tier 
where I really, if you don't get like you got Kittle, if you don't get Kittle or Kelsey or, or Andrews, I want two of these guys. So I was just really trying to ensure that I get, you know, two of the, the I'm highest on Hawkinson and, and Herndon. So I'm just trying to ensure I get those guys because after them, it's really, really, I mean, really gross. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'll throw Janu in there. I like him this. I like him a little bit this year um, as the featured guy. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of drafts where I've got. Yeah, I've even gone like just double tight end in a row because you're right. <laughs> you're in this territory where I'm picking, you know, scrubs like Sony Michelle, um, <laughs> who I don't really want to want to take. And um, when there's, I think, perfectly viable guys with upside at that tight end position i'm not like regretting the kittle pick by any measure but um in retrospect you look at it and be like yeah do i really want to do that okay you took herndon um i'm gonna throw this out here any thought to breeze to match up with your michael thomas because i thought you might be going there but you just hate drafting drew breeze you know like um the saints so there's like three different things. St. Breeze is going to have a, like a fine year. He always will have a fine year, but uh, uh, they're really good. The Saints are really good. Their defense is really good. And they've really been a lot more run-based of a team for years now. Um, and then you have goddamn Taysom Hill. Like, it, it, you sweating your quarterback, getting vultured, at the goal line twice a game by the backup quarterback, you know, you need those touchdowns. If, you know, it, it, sure. You have the stack of breeze and Michael Thomas. That's, that's, that's great. But you know, your quarterback, you can't be giving away five, six, seven, ten 10 touchdowns a year. Like I can get 30 touchdowns as crazy as it sounds, you know, with sh- crappy quarterbacks later in the draft. So you know, if breeze could run at all, or j- j- if there was just something to help make up for that, that loss, that you get um, with how much they run and with Taysom Hill. It's just, it sucks. Who took my boy LaVisca Chenault so freaking early? He went That's my really question. early. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, I was like, okay, he'll be here. He'll be here. It's 12, round 12. <laughs> Who the hell took this guy? I mean, I I mean, I ended up with Breshad Perryman, which I'm okay with, but, you know, I, Josh Gordon went super early too. I know he's supposed oh, to sign no. with Seattle, but I mean, dude took him 12, eight. He's just the wide receiver run on this is ridiculous here. Find me. Who, just... Now I'm back on the clock. I mean, <laughs> Oh my God, this is getting out of control. Um, shit. Did I take it? I already got two tight ends. I don't need another. Tight end. I need a wide receiver, but these guys suck. Yes. Um, all right. I'll, I'll do it. I mean, he's the best player available when he's healthy, but who knows if he'll ever be healthy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully these other guys – like, again, the good thing about drafting a guy like Mike Williams is your number six wide receiver is you have five others who can help you out for those weeks because right. there's no bye weeks. He'll be back by the time – what, the first bye is week six, I think. He'll be back by then. Um at this stage, I don't, I don't mind that pick. He's not a guy I'm focusing on, but you know this this ridiculous draft room we're in right now, where people are drafting wide receivers like this early, it's it's forcing my hand here, Eric. It's forcing my hand. I mean, this is really brutal. Um, so Hazy took him. He's the one who took Chanel, by the way. 
Oh, of course he did. So hide eleven five. These underdog God. drafts are seriously super sharp. Like they're they're so I've been drafting on a site yep. that shall not be named for for the last couple of weeks because they are so soft. Like uh, this is like a drafting against a bunch of experts compared to uh, that other site. It, that, it is, but I don't think this draft is. I mean, no offense to the guys out there. <laughs> this is a this has gone a very different route than mm-hmm. I expected. To be honest with you, like there is clearly. Uh, let me see. Is my guy still there? Yeah. Okay. It's a running back. I'm I'm going to take next go around. Um, this has kind of gone off the rails a little bit here. I mean, with a lot of these, with a lot of these, like the wide receiver run is absurd. Absurd. Yeah. Like, you know what's happening here is nobody's really taking their quarterbacks. I mean, um, your boy Breeze is still waiting there for you, man. I'm just waiting. You got like two more picks here. If he comes up 14-4, there's a lag. Don't worry. These guys won't hear this. You going <laughs> to take him here? You should take him. I think him. so. I think so. You, you should <clears throat> definitely take him. And here's the thing I don't mind about it, too. And I haven't gotten it because I'm not drafting a lot of Michael Thomas because he goes a little too early for my liking. Mm-hmm. Dude, Traquan could he is a late round guy oh, yeah. who could be a great play. Great play for you. Yep. So that was a good wait. That paid off for you, Eric. Well done. Well it, done. It's one it's one of those, you know, we just talked about how I'm like not excited in a vacuum for for Drew Brees, but that allows you to just wait it out. And it's like, okay, you know, in the 14th or 15th round, especially when you have Michael Thomas, it's like okay, there's a certain point I'll draft just about everybody. And so you can just, you know, like you said, this draft, people are just going absolutely bonkers on wide receivers for the last, like, five rounds. So that that helps free things up. Freaking IMAX 11 just took Joshua Josh Kelly, Kelly at that spot. I love Josh Kelly. I was like, nobody's going to take this guy. And That's who you were going to take? Well, I, was, I mean, I really like him. I think there's a, there's a legit chance he's the number two. Mm-hmm. And we know Eckler's not going to be on the on the field, you know, the full time because he's going to split out a lot, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, freaking James Guyton or whoever is their, their number two. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and take my backup. I'm going to get Garoppolo for my Kittle. Damn it. Uh, but sorry. I was going to take – No, 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 no. I don't want to hear your damn it. You, got, you <laughs> waited around on Drew Brees for how long? Like – he was just given to you on a silver platter. <laughs> but back to my point. Um, what was my point? What was I talking about? I was talking about um, Kelly. Kelly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that offense could still be all right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Williams is going to be out for a while. And, uh, and again, they've got no really number two wide receiver. So, um, no. I think he's going to play snaps. So, we'll see. What but do you think? I, I between him and Justin Jackson, though, what do you think? Uh, I think it's Kelly. Think it's Kelly? From what I'm really, from what I'm reading, yeah, I think so. Um, all right, I'm back on the board here. Okay, I got to get another wide out here. Got to, got to go this route. Oh man. Oh man, I could totally just troll you and take Traquan Smith, but <laughs> you know, Eric, I like you a little bit. I won't do that. Um, I might though, because these guys stink. Oh my god. Dude, I'm panicking. All right, I'm just gonna take a sure thing here, and and get my uh, 80 yards 
and grab Larry Fitzgerald. We know he's going to play. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins just doesn't show up or he's hurt or wants a new contract. Who knows? I don't love the pick, but at least, at least he'll get me, you know, he'll play. Yeah. For the first, like, what, month and a half of it, you'll probably use his score multiple times for the first, like, six weeks. (laughs) Probably. Then he won't do anything. All right. Um, we're what we're on 15th. We're, this draft is moving right along. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Whew. Eric, you are on deck. Let's take a look at your team here real quick. Pretty solid team, top to bottom. Um, McKinnon, there goes a good pickup. There's your Debo. Yeah, that's the wonderful thing. If you go wide receiver, like five out of the first six picks, you don't really need to take anymore mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and you rolled with Daring. Talk about this one. He's been dropping. He's been dropping. And I guess he is dropping. I mean, this is round what 15. So, right. So I'm, I'm certainly not that excited for Darian and Evans behind, behind Derrick Henry, but there, there are like some positive things coming out of camp. You know, he's, they expect him to, to play like not, he's not just the backup to Derrick Henry. They expect to get him involved a little bit. Um, I even read the most recent report I read was they only expect to keep two running backs on, on the roster, which, you know, is obviously a good, good sign for him. He's, again, he's kind of dinged right now, but, um, it's mostly a play on, okay, if Derrick Henry goes down, you know, this guy has value, but, um, which I need, but I, I just need those kind of guys on my team, given, given the, the zero RV build. All now. right. I've, I've got a, I've got my guy lined up. There's no way he's going to go. I mean, I guess you're on the board now. You could take him, but I mean, you should take Traquan right here if he's available. But that's just, you know, is he available? Did somebody snipe him? He's gone. Oh God! Oh, oh man! Andy Isabella's gone too. That's sad. sad oh my guys! Yeah, um, all the guys that I wasted money on last year. I know <laughs> the guys who bankrupt us last year. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to see where Traquan went. Uh, must have gone. Oh, there he is. Chill, chill, Rizzle, Chill Rizzle took him. So, um, all right, I gotta, I gotta stick to my brand on my next pick. Oh, Kendrick Bourne, kind of wanted him. He would have fit well with my uh, mini San Francisco stack. Um, but instead, stick to your, stick to your brand. But like Adrian Peterson got drafted already. <laughs> that's true this Greg, old Greg man Olson, dusty maybe. ass injury. <laughs> like that is exactly the brand. Now this pick is not that this next pick is not that um i mean hey i gotta get a jag okay i gotta get a jag so uh, divine ozigbo okay hear me out on this armstead isn't been in camp all the whole freaking time like they might put him on the pup they might they might not even I don't know. They doubt they'll cut him, but they potentially could. It's not like they had any draft capital put in here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Thompson's not a four down back or a three, three down back. He's not. I like Thompson. I'm drafting him a lot, but he's not a three down back. Great in PPR. Mm-hmm. A Zigbo, he's getting run with the first team right now. So it's not an impossibility. He comes into the year as the guy. Mm-hmm. And I know he was cut last year. He was undrafted. The dude was not a scrub at nebraska by any measure playing yeah. a big, big 10 competition so you know i'm we're in the seventh, 16th 17th round right now like 
you, you're not taking guys you feel great about, but um, <laughs> I think you could do worse than him. You could do worse. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised given – I mean, I just had to take Darrington Evans. And, like, like I like I like Derek McKinnon and Boston Scott is, is whatever. But, like, I was having to take those guys, you know, in the 120s, you know, to, just to get my running backs – and, you know, I, I'm not excited about the Jags backfield either. I'm not saying people should be, but it, at least this guy has a clear path to, yep. to, you know, 15 touches a week. You know, we expect the Jags to be horrible. I'm 99% yep. sure they're going to be horrible, but that doesn't mean they're going to lose by 40 every week. You know, they can yeah. still be in some games and, and all he has to do is fall into the end zone. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at this point in the draft, you're, you're looking for guys who are going to get opportunities and especially guys that you're not like, you don't need something bad to happen to get an opportunity. He's going to get opportunities, period. We'll right. see if he's any good with them. But um, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like this whole team, like David Johnson going to get opportunities. Ronald Jones going to get opportunities. Azigbo probably going to get opportunities. Now these guys might suck. Okay. Then that's fine. Okay. <laughs> right. That's fine. As long as I recognize like they're actually going to get a shot at it. Okay. Um, you're back up right now. 22 seconds to go. Um. All right, I'm taking another one of my my late round RBs, zero RB type guy, Brian Hill. All right. Um, there's a lot of he he. I just been taking him. You know, on on the other side, he goes in like the twentieth, which mm-hmm. is which is which is even better. Um, a little earlier on underdog, but you know, same thing. I mean, he's backing up Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has one knee. So, uh, you is know, he the, is he the, the number, is he number two? I believe so. That that's everything that they're saying is that, okay. is that he is. And there's just like rave reports again, you know, take it with a grain of salt, the camp reports, but it, they're not like praising Edo Smith. They are praising, mm-hmm. they are praising Brian Hill. So um, I'm just taking my shot with him there. And, and, you know, Gurley could sit out a couple of weeks, even if he's not hurt just with that knee. So. Very true. All right. Well, we're coming up on the uh, end of the draft here. Again, if you haven't signed up at Underdog, use promo code GRINDERS. uh, Be in uh, running for some free swag from them and for us, and certainly helps us out. And appreciate all you guys watching, interacting, being along for the ride here. This is uh, great. We love doing these drafts and uh, and more to come. I think we've got another one coming up tomorrow. And, uh, okay, I went three tight ends, by the way. I took Darren Fells. I just wanted somebody else with Deshaun Watson. Uh, all I had was well, – I had Johnson and I had Fuller. I didn't feel like it was the worst move in the world to get a tight end in there. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm definitely more in the camp of three tight ends because mm-hmm. uh, one of those guys goes down, then you're relying on one guy. Okay, mm-hmm. one in – and, you know, come playoff time, you just – you're going to need points from every position you have. So uh, I, I kind of subscribe to the three tight end – um, especially if you can, you know, at least somebody late matches up with one of your quarterbacks. Now I'm in this, uh, in this weird spot here because there's just a lot of trash, a lot of trash. Um, I'd love to, to match somebody up with, uh, Garoppolo. Trent I Taylor. Think, I mean, Trent Taylor is, I, t- I took some, He's gone. Has he gone? Yeah. Who would take Trent Taylor? Gosh, you guys are just trolling There's, me to no end. Speaking of sickos in this draft. I know. There's a <laughs> bunch. Um, 
Scotty Miller's getting some talk up there <clears throat> in Tampa. I don't know. I mean, how many how many passes is he really? Only one take? football. Yeah. And the quarterback right. can only throw when it. When in doubt, yards. go to the Jags. Chris Conley's going to be my guy there. Um, against last round fly or whatever it is, what it is. Um, but oh, man, Tyler Eifert went late in this draft. He'd been going earlier. So uh, Hazy got Hazy. him. Mm-hmm. Hazy, look at that lineup: Minshew, Chark. No wonder he took Visca so early. And mm-hmm. Eifert. I've got a lot of that combination. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Minshew. Chenault and Eifert or Chark. Yeah. Any of those combination of four and throwing Chris Thompson too. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he is, and he's got him here too. I mean, it's pretty good, pretty good lineup there. Hazy. I don't know about triple quarterback, triple tight end, maybe a little aggressive for that, but work that works well on, again, on, on yeah. the other side, larger, more roster. Yeah. Yeah. More roster space. Under. Underdog. It's tough. Like you, you got to make, you got to be committed, I think. Uh, you don't have to be committed to two or three um, or just two, but more often than not, that's kind of the way I go. All right, let's quickly mm-hmm. look at your final team here, Eric. And uh, let's see. Uh, Breeze, Teddy, there's your collection of running backs. And then your wide receivers. You only took one, Claypool, late um, after Rager at 105. I mean, you feel pretty good about that, right? Like, I mean, especially yeah. as long as, you know, Debo comes out healthy, that's really going to gonna help the cause. But mm-hmm. you still got Lockett, Hill, Thielen, and, and Thomas. And then I love your tight ends. Pretty good-looking squad. I can live with that. Um, I'm going to give a quick, quick exposure, okay? Now, remember, I've been doing these things for – I've been doing these things for a long time, Okay. So here's my ownership exposures, okay? I don't mind giving this away. You can make fun of me all you want, but LaVisca Chenault, I'm a man of my word. There he is. Almost 500 bucks tied up on that guy. Um, David Johnson, Joshua Kelly, Lazard, a lot of those are more earlier. It sounds like uh, MVS is, is, uh, you know, kind of moved up a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Preston Williams, Hayden Hurst, Debo Samuel, and then there's my two New England running backs. Yeah, that's... It is what it is. Um, Miko Hardman, <laughs> Breshad Perriman, Dalvin. I get tons of Dalvin Cook in the middle. A lot of people don't like aren't playing Dalvin Cook, which uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But mm-hmm. uh, it's two o'clock. We got to get on out of here. We got a lot of stuff still happening here at Roto Grinders, so uh, stay tuned. We got early early slate MLB today. Um, DraftKings has an early slate. There looks like there's some weather concerns, so the Grinders Live crew will be around for that underdog best ball fantasy i'm telling you guys if you haven't checked it out already it's a lot of fun might have some overlay in this best ball mania um but the thing that's really underrated about this too is you know again no management all year long and it gives you something to follow every week you know especially if you're you know dusty ass dfs teams for the week they're just they're just in the in the trash the thing you can always go back to is say oh i got some underdog best ball teams that i can look at and uh, it gives you hope. It gives you hope for the end of the year. So uh, check them out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, great sponsors here. And uh, use that promo code GRINDERS when you sign up. That helps us out a good bit. Uh, for Eric Bime, for Devin, who does a terrific job producing, I am Dan Bach. Got another one of these shows that you can uh, play along with us tomorrow here on Roto Grinders. Till then, we'll see you, everybody. <laughs>